the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800 516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. It's September. Time is flying, is it not? Um, markets in August were pretty boring, in my opinion. We kind of got into this uh, Shaw of Blah kind of mode. August does tend to be one of the more quiet months of the year, with people snoring while on vacation. It's a popular month for vacationers in Europe and the United States. It means few people are around to cause market-moving um, action. Trading volumes in the markets are notably low, with traders and investors opting to sit on beaches rather than sitting at work, and I don't blame them. So, historical standards, uh, August is as, as boring as they get. September, not so much. September can be a little bit... Crazy. Um, you know, we got crazy cuckoo frazzled hair. Um, yeah. So, Are you crazy? yeah. Mr. T makes an appearance. I love it when T's on. No way, fool. Uh, no, no, he's the best. Hey, Mr. T, what do you think about gold? Come on, you can do better than that. Oh, come on, Mr. T. Don't be shy. Tell me what do you think the price of gold. Do you like it? Do you not like it? That's right, Jack. Okay, okay. I, interview over with Mr. T, because he's not giving me a lot of color today, other than um, he likes gold, it sounds like. Shut up, boo. So, you, me shut up? It's my show. It's Rob Black and your money, not Mr. T and your money, or Rob Black and Mr. T. No more, Mr. Nice Guy. Uh-oh. He's going to come get me. I get the feeling if I were in a fight with Mr. T, he'd beat me up pretty good. So, even today. Didn't he have cancer or something like that? Or is that like an urban myth? So, life insurance stocks are doing well today. Prudential and MetLife. Uh, they need higher interest rates. They would benefit, as would all the financials. Costco is a little bit on the weaker side. 
um, Staples retailer has been under pressure after reporting August same-store sales that came in flat. Campbell's Soup is underperforming. You know what? You, you can get coffins at Costco. Costco is kind of awesome of stuff that you can get at Costco. So you can get a mortgage at Costco. You can get a car at Costco. Um, I get gasoline at Costco because it's cheaper. So I have no fear saying that out loud. Um, Costco down five bucks, Jason at one fifty six. That's just a three percent move. Its all time high is in this neighborhood, so it's not like it's disastrous. Uh, all time high of about one sixty nine. It's currently at one fifty six. So you're seeing somewhat of a pullback, but not a very large one. Um, it looks like most analysts have kind of a, uh, a hold to buy on it. So maybe if the market got beat up a little bit more, it would be uh, a little more attractive. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Trump is doubling down on his vow to build a big, huge wall and deport millions. I want a candidate who is going to build a big uh, mosquito wall and have the mosquitoes fund it or just kill mosquitoes and make the wall out of dead mosquitoes because the Zika thing, the Zika thing. And then we'd have a wall from any other bug in the future. But let's sacrifice the... I'll just move on. So it's not worth it. Just move on. Uh, weekly request for U.S. jobless claims... Uh, is that a real mosquito? Swat at it. Nothing worse than mosquito bites. Well, I guess there's things that are worse, like death. Which we gonna have... Death or mosquito bite? Let me think about that. Hmm. I guess I'll got mosquito bite. So it's like the old choice of death or cake. Which do you choose? Death or cake? Death or cake? Mm. I'll take cake. That's the sound of my radio career. <laughs> That's what I hear when I think about it. So the weekly request for U.S. jobless. Aid rose, but still near lows. It's been 78 straight weeks of, of very low claims. So people are employed, and they're not getting even chopped. Chop suey! Kanye West uh, had a pro-McDonald's tweet, and Twitter mentions went up about 900% from the hour after that. So that's a, I'm not going to say that's a big win, but certainly that's uh, got to make McDonald's happy that Kanye said something positive. Now, did they pay him? There's always this big issue now that um, the Kardashians are getting paid for saying, I really like this soap. And that's not bad. I mean, if you have the ability to move sales, then you should get paid for it. Taco Bell once used a social-only strategy to drive up pre-orders for an unnamed product, which turned out to be the Quesalupa. Or is it the Quesalupa? Quesalupa. Quesalupa. Man, wasn't that little chihuahua the cutest? Um, So Kanye West wrote the McDonald's man for musician Frank Ocean's uh, Don't Cry, Boys Don't Cry. So he's had the fast food chain in his head before. Um, Our French fry is evil, like I believe Kanye West is. Um... 
The thing that's amazing about McDonald's, and this was brought up to me by a chef once, is that they're able to make a crazy amount of food. That if I were to buy the same amount of chicken, if I wanted 20 nuggets, I can't produce what McDonald's does. Not even close. If I wanted to make french fries, I wouldn't be able to produce what they make, buy the grease, do all that kind of stuff at the same price. Um, it's crazy. Um, in other countries, McDonald's is more expensive. In this country, it's less expensive. So in, other, in this country, organic fresh food, like let's say a freshly killed chicken, um, is more expensive. In other countries, it's less expensive. There you go. Samsung's having a bit of a problem. Their phones are exploding. So their latest Galaxy Note 7 phablet, it was introduced um, about a month ago, and a couple of them are blowing up. So they're slowing, delaying shipments due to quality control testing. They've halted shipments to the biggest three carriers in South Korea. Samsung didn't elaborate on what these quality control issues were exactly. But it comes at a time when the Apple Phone 7 is getting ready to come out. So Samsung's had some great product, but they've had problems delivering great product or having it not explode. And that's why they continue to hemorrhage cash and and struggle against uh, Apple. Samsung sold more than 400,000 Note 7 phones just through pre-orders, which is double the pre-orders it got for this Galaxy S7 launch in March. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Retirement needs a plan. It's hard to know where to begin, but focusing on just a few essential issues will increase your chances of enjoying a secure future. On Saturday, September 10th, learn winning strategies from two of the Bay Area's leading financial experts when Rob Black and certified financial planner Chad Burton present a special wealth management and retirement event in Marin. Retirement and wealth planning has become more complicated than ever, but at this event, Chad Burton will break it down for you and provide sensible solutions for reaching your retirement goals. Rob Black will give you an in-depth look at dividend stocks and outline his 20 steps to financial freedom. Plus, attorney and well-known author Michelle Lerman will explain how to update your estate plan for 2016. Don't miss this special retirement and wealth planning event in Marin with Chad Burton and Rob Black, 9 to noon on Saturday, September 10th at the Four Points by Sheraton San Rafael. Space is limited, so reserve your spot today online at robblack.com. That's robblack.com.
Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Catchy, isn't it? Chris Brown. Anyhow, anyway, I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. There's a, a song out there that always is in my head. And there was a band that did a cover of it, a band called Basehead did a cover of what the world needs now is not sweet love. Love can cost you. And American singles spend about $20,000 on average dating in a lifetime. I spent way more. Uh, For more than half of the millennials who are currently single, that's a big chunk of change. When you've got college debt and suddenly you're going on a date, dinner and a movie costs easy 90 bucks. Um... And that's just to find out you don't like each other or that uh, he's a bad kisser. And that's a deal breaker for many women. On average, a special night out on the town can set you back a few hundred dollars depending on what type of city you live in. There are plenty of fun things that you can do that don't break your bank. One of my first serious relationships after college or kind of into college, after college, um, I spent too much. I felt like I had to take her to dinner, a movie, and then end with fabulous love. I put a lot of pressure on myself. I thought that was dating. I thought that was... Again, I guess I learned everything from what TV or books, right? You would imagine that having a kid that all they do is vomit and puke and get sick and, you know, they're just a calamity, but they're not. But on TV, it looks like that, right? So, let's say you go grab drinks and you want to be a gentleman or she lets you pay or she doesn't let you pay or she's got those little dinosaur arms you know that when the check comes that she can't quite reach her purse um one of my old old co-hosts in television used to be that person where we probably did lunch 40 times and she probably paid her share maybe once and it was because everyone was making fun of her for not doing it 39 times in a row so going out for drinks can add up quickly um, some cocktails now are 14, 15 bucks if you live in a big city. So if you want to save money, not save money, but if you want to like date, approach dating financially, fiscally smart, do coffee on a first date. Um, or maybe do a happy hour and at least get a little bit of, you know, snacking on the free chips or nuts. So you can go bar hopping instead of at bars, but you can go to a couple friends' houses. So wine shops also offer wine tastings for free. Try the tasting, buy a good bottle of wine, and go find a good spot to watch the sunset. When I first moved to California, I was overwhelmed because on the East Coast, everything's so packed in. You can't go camping because there's not a lot of camping sites. And, you know, the beaches there are lovely, but you're sharing the beach with maybe 500 other people. 
Um, but in the Bay Area, you can find a beach almost all to yourself. And it's it's lovely. So you can go hit a, a nice little romantic city and uh, sit on the beach and uh, crack a bottle of wine and save an enormous amount of money on dating. So you have to think a little bit differently. Um, but I think you'll get there. Like, I did a date where we drove to Carmel and grabbed a bottle of wine, got there maybe at 10, you know, another bottle of wine, and it was a great date. So you don't have to let love lead to being fiscally irresponsible. Um, parks in general are a great spot for a cheap date. Um, there's a lot of parks. There's a lot of music in the parks. Um, my home city has, during the summer, different bands. They're, they're not great bands. You're not going to be go seeing, you know, a sting in, you know, a, a recreational park. But this is before you're married, and this is while you're dating. Uh, museums often have a day where it's free to get in. So... So, what a great date. You can take a look at the San Jose Museum of Art, of Modern Art, and, you know, it's not quite San Francisco's Museum of Modern Art, but it's a lovely afternoon. There's a lot of times where you can get half-priced tickets. Um, and, you know, Google changed the world. If you can't type in cheap fun dates in San Jose or cheap fun dates in Fremont, then, you know, the ground rules aren't, don't apply to you. So if money's tight, don't start setting a bad example by throwing down big on your first couple of dates. So communication's key to making everything work. Now with that said, um, it stinks because in this day and age, I know a lot of guys in New York and San Francisco where they feel the first date is a job interview. And if you pass the job interview, the, the kingdom is yours. And I don't know if I'm speaking properly for both males and females there, but I can tell you from some of my male friends, they feel it's it's a, a, a job interview and that, you know, women will move on to a guy with a better job um, before saying, oh, yeah, you're a struggling entrepreneur. So it's funny because I know a couple of people who, was using, who were using Tinder and one of the inventors of peer-to-peer technology, BitTorrent, uh, it was in an open relationship and, she went on a date with him, and uh, he said, I'm in an open relationship. He's married with an open relationship, right? And she's like, well, that's not really what Tinder said. <laughs> and uh, so she was looking for a potential husband. He was looking for something potentially fun. And it wasn't going to fly. I know, I know. Let's not get too racy. But don't let love lead to, you know, financial issues. And on the other end of the spectrum, I know a couple that when they got married, he had a job that almost instantly he stopped working and started living off savings. And seven years later, they're both bankrupt and with two kids and divorcing. So money is an important part of relationships. And starting off early in dating by being honest and and showing what you think uh, will stop problems from arising later. When she married, she expected him to be a breadwinner, and I think he did too. But quickly that didn't turn into that, and they kept waiting for it to happen, they kept waiting for it to happen, they kept waiting for it to happen. She moved last week uh, from the Bay Area. She's you know bankrupt and moving. 
So that's not good. So Anyway, big event coming up September 10th in Marin in San Rafael. You can sign up for the event at Rob Black's show. It's all about wealth. It's all about wealth management, wealth creation. It's about retirement planning. You can sign up for the event Saturday, September 10th from 9 to noon at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. If you need a free ticket, drop me an email, rob at robblackshow.com. You got your head in the clouds. You're not at all what you seem. But you're moving so carefully. Let's start living dangerously. Call Rob Black now, 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. There's a lot that goes on in family dynamics, and I would be very cautious to... Uh, not underestimate drama after you die. I've seen bitter family members show up at funerals and demand inheritances uh, that they may have been taken out of because they were a jerk and the father and the mother didn't like them. Um, it happens on a pretty regular basis. One of the sweetest people I know, and I don't want to bring up her name, um because this is a family matter that she didn't give me permission to talk about, and she's the sweetest person I know. But her brother in West Virginia um, basically stole money from her dying mother and, you know, switched money from bank accounts, changed bank accounts, uh, all because the mother was kind of starting to get feeble, and, and you get the idea, I guess. I'm trying to go with that. Um, so don't think that your brother or sister who might have problems with alcohol or drugs uh, isn't going to muck things up and come back and turn a funeral or a death scenario into a horrific affair. Um, I've seen it. I've seen uh, people during divorces make horrible financial decisions. People during separations make horrible financial decisions. I've seen people get, you know, uh, find out that their spouse is having an affair and make horrible financial decisions. So, um, a lot of people don't talk about financial scenarios when they get married, and you should. Um, a lot of people won't even talk about finances, and sometimes they'll get married that kind of quickly. I got married quickly in my 30s, and I'm lucky that it didn't get negative, financially speaking, because the marriage lasted under a year. Um, and I just didn't want any part to do with someone who was uh, creating chaos in the first year. So, um, sending inappropriate emails to a man. So, anyhow, if it could happen to me, it could happen to you. Let's talk a little real estate, because I think a lot of people are fascinated by real estate right now. Let's talk a little real estate with Tony Mendez. Joining me now, Tony Mendez. 
BayAreaLoanSource.com. Home ownership's at record lows, and that probably implies that will we go to record record lows? Will we go to alt? Will we get to zero? Probably not. So, for your business, record lows are record lows, um, and this is a 30, wait, wait, that's 30, that's very profound. <laughs> Say that again. Uh, they're record lows, Rob, um, and <laughs> thank you, thank you very much. Um, they could go a little bit lower. They're not moving very fast, but it, it is at the lowest we've on record right now. Uh, but it's only a 26-year-old study, um, from what I believe in. And they can go back and look at other census data to go back even further. But um, we're not terribly worried that uh, millennials will save money. They will buy houses later. There will be that whole face person on Facebook. It's called, it, there's actually a study that, that was done, and I can't remember who did it, but it was on Facebook and Facebook users that a Facebook user that sees other friends' homes appreciate, they, they, they have a 3.5% higher chance of buying a house within the next uh, year um, and also pay about 5% on average higher on a home price than uh, people who are not uh, you know, pushed into that. It's called um, the fear of missing out. Okay. So I, I we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. I thought it was an interesting study that it, it's actually a disease. It's it's classified as a disease, um, a dysfunction of some sort, where you know people are feel, feel like they're missing out on buying property. Um, so I'm not. You know, the millennials will eventually save enough money. They're they're living at home longer. They're fixing their credit. They're starting to be aware of what's going on. Um, but some other studies that came out about millennials and first time home buyers is that. When you categorize that whole, what's the millennial like, 19 to 35 year old range? Yeah. Uh, that the, the the those that are over 30 are actually picking up activity and buying houses. So we're, it's good to see that. Millennials actually expect their parents to help with them buy a house at this point in time, which scares me, because if I had a daughter, 18 to 35, knock on wood, maybe I do, maybe I don't, but I don't think I do. Um, but if she were to come to me and say, Dad. Can I have money for a down payment? I'd be like, oh, sweet little <laughs> pumpkin, of course. And I would take for my own retirement. Yeah. Uh, buying a house is generally considered a sign of financial independence, but apparently most young people want help. 58% of first-time homebuyers aged 18 to 34 think buying a house is an adult-like accomplishment. 66% expect some sort of help from parents. Well, that could also come in the form of, I can't remember the proposition number, it's 54 parent-to-child transfer. Uh, more and more often, we're getting calls about people who are looking to give their child their property as opposed to helping them with a down payment, and the parents, you know, just leave, and they buy and they buy their children's house. Imagine buy, buying a house over here next to your parents' house at full price with the full tax basis, or you can inherit your parent-to-child transfer for your parents' house and get that $800 lower a month tax payment that equates to uh, qualifying rob it's an amazing transaction and again that kind of goes back to your prop 13 it's one of the reasons why we're not seeing a lot of houses actually making it to the market the other day um <clears throat> i work in a news station and one of the stories was um so a driver accidentally hit the accelerator instead of hitting the brakes and went into the front of the storefront and they don't mention during the whole story how old the person was or wasn't. So I asked the news director, I said, how old was the person? He's like 81, 82. 
And I'm like, why didn't you bring up his age? Because, like, we need to get rid of these people. We need to put them on a bus to North Dakota and let them drive as much as they want in driverless cars. Okay, maybe not. So that's the, yourself. that's the best part about potential driverless cars. So getting old people off the road. But listen to this. Uh, today's first-time homebuyers want a place they're going to live in for a long time. So a lot of first-time homebuyers are skipping the starter house, and they're saving for a bigger bigger house. Anyway, that's Tony Mendez. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. And you can find me online at RobBlackShow.com. It's RobBlackShow.com. Don't forget, I have a big event coming up in San Rafael. I haven't been in San Rafael in probably two years, so I don't get up there all that often. You can sign up for the event it's September 10th. It's Retirement and Wealth Planning. Uh, your retirement needs a plan. In my opinion, keeping your focus on it is very, very difficult in this day and age. I'm going to talk about accounts to draw from, Social Security, how to reduce the risk of outliving your savings, low interest rate environment. Michelle Lerman will be there talking a little estate planning. You know, I told you that it's, uh, I've seen families destroyed um, by inheritances, and if they're done incorrectly, it just makes matters all that much worse. You can sign up for the event at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. I'm going to go over, you know, how to get financially free and set yourself up for life. I'm going to go over some stock ideas that I've recently purchased and why. Uh, you can sign up at robblackshow.com. It's the best way to show support for the show if you like what I'm doing. Um, elsewhere out there, Amazon Prime and Wells Fargo in their student loan discount. Um, that didn't last long, so I don't know if you remember that. Six weeks after announcing they'd be teaming up to offer discounted student loans to customers, they ended their partnership. Um, and that's kind of interesting to me. So um, there was no additional detail on why the program was ended or what might happen if the students were mid-application. The partnership, which the bank and the retail giant announced on July 21st, provided a half percent interest rate discount on any newly originated or refinanced Wells Fargo student loans for students who have an Amazon Prime student account. The discount could have uh, then been stacked on top of the quarter percent interest rate reduction given to students who sign up for automatic payments, meaning students could save 75 basis points on the loan. 100 basis points equals 1%. So we'll see where they go forward with or without, and why did that make any sense for them? Was it lack of interest? Was it too much demand? Was it couldn't figure out the profitability? So it was certainly something. So, ahead of the iPhone 7, Samsung hits a snag with reports of exploding Galaxy Note 7s. Um, yeah, that's never a good thing. So, um, quality control is always going to be an issue. Samsung, meanwhile, doesn't want a repeat of what happened last year when production problems with the S6 Edge forced the company to curb shipments, leading to disappointing sales. Um, they always seem to have something positive going on, but they always seem to have bad execution. Um, you know, the curved phones, a little extra you know, tech touches here and there. Um, but I think a lot of people stick with Apple because of the consistency. So I myself got to the point where it got to the point of it was just almost comical of, you know, am I using Pandora right now? Or am I using, you know, what what's going to be my music service? What's going to be my... So I just, you know, took the plunge, so to speak, and I'll stick with Apple for the next five, ten years because 
I can back everything up and keep it pretty consistent. Um, there's a lot to be said for consistency. So I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. But don't forget, there's a big event coming up on September 10th. A good chance to meet me and CFP Chad Burton to talk a little bit and learn a little bit about retirement wealth preservation, a little wealth creation thrown in there, some dividend stocks. It's a hodgepodge of content. Let's bring in CFP, and you can sign up for it. It's again at San Rafael on September 10th, 9 a.m. to noon. You can sign up for it at chadburtonshow.com. Chad, you wanted to talk about a new bill in Congress that may help people with the process of signing up for Medicare Part B. Um, that sounds great. I could always use the help. Um, what are the positives and negatives of this thought? Well, first of all, you know, when you're 65 years old, that's when you get Medicare. But the issue is lately, in the last couple of years, um, the new age for Social Security for most people that are retiring, for those that are born between 1943 and 1954, is age 66. So we're having a bunch of people that tie mentally Social Security and Medicare together. Um, So even though Social Security age is increasing, Medicare age hasn't. And the problem is is that if you sign up late for Medicare, if you just neglect doing it, you say, okay, well, I don't need to because I'm not taking Social Security until I'm 66 or 70, so I'm going to hold off and wait to sign up for Medicare. Every year you wait to sign up and you don't do it, it's a 10% penalty each year. So if you are you know, three years late on signing up because you're delaying Social Security, you could pay a 30% increase in cost for Medicare Part B or over $30 a month for the rest of your life. And unfortunately, Rob, you know, way too many people that are retired have a majority of their income coming from Social Security, so they just can't really afford that. In fact, in 2014, there were 750,000 people that signed up late and were paying a penalty for the rest of their lives because they waited too long. That's pretty astonishing. So... and I'm not, 750,000 people that, that just didn't know the rules. Yeah. That's, um, and it seems astonishing to me that it's a penalty for life. Mm-hmm. But I will move on. What's the process for signing up? And is there a way to avoid said penalty? Yeah, just go to Medicare.gov. So that's Medicare.gov. And the issue is that the timing is kind of weird. There's a seven-month initial enrollment period, and it begins three months before your 65th birthday. Um, it includes the birthday month and then three a- months after the birthday. 
And you okay. can enroll in, in both Medicare Part A, which is the free part that covers hospitals and and uh, kind of the major medical stuff, and you can sign up for Medicare Part B or D, or there's the Medicare Advantage Network plan, which is Part C. So it gets even more complicated as you go through that process of signing up. I mean, it was, it, we've had a bunch of issues that have occurred. I mean, we've got low interest rate affecting CDs and bonds for seniors, and then Medicare has gotten even more complicated. Now, you can avoid this penalty and avoid signing up and paying for Medicare Part B at 65 if you're still an employer covered, or I'm sorry, an employee covered by a group health insurance plan. But here's where the people make a lot of mistakes, Rob, is that they retire, right, at say 66 um, or some other age, and then they get on COBRA and they like their employer plan, so they decide, oh, I don't want to have Medicare. I'm going to do COBRA for up to 18 months. And they think they're okay because that the COBRA is still a, considered a group plan, but it's not. So people retire, they get on COBRA, and then they, you know, again, end up facing that penalty for life because retirement can be a little bit complicated. I'm still, I'm still stuck on the 10% penalty. Like, how does our, why does our government do that to our citizens? But I'll get off that. Um, so what's happening in Congress now? Are they going to help us? Are they gonna, is it going to be a beneficial thing, or are they going to make it sloppy and messy like they tend to do? Well, so, I mean, there's a lot of people on board with what you're saying. I mean, to penalize our seniors for health care costs for the rest of their life when you already have 5 to 6% inflation in health care costs is just absolutely ridiculous. So what's going on is you had 73 state and national organizations representing older adults, uh, people with disabilities, which also get on Medicare or Medicaid, health insurers, unions, health care providers, they basically created the support for the Beneficiary Enrollment Notification and Eligibility Simplification Act. They called it the Benny's Act. It's H.R. 5772, and in the Senate, it's uh, Bill 3236. So you can support, uh, you know, if this has affected you or your senior, you try to you care about making sure that these things get simplified. Um, you know, it's, it's going into the House and the Senate soon, and so hopefully we'll see some simplification on this. And I could see a one-year penalty for signing up late and not knowing because it's, you know, it's part of a big part of retirement. It should be part of your plan. But penalties for the rest of your life is just absolutely ridiculous. Interesting. So um, what else do we need to know about this topic as far as wrapping it up and putting a nice bow on it? Well, I, you know, I think a lot of this had to do with um, the recent changes in Social Security strategies okay. in terms of what was really popular for the last four or five years was this file and suspend strategy and restricted application strategy. Now, the file and suspend strategy ended this April 30th. So, But what was happening is more and more people were delaying taking Social Security, and that was uh -huh. causing confusion in this Medicare plan. So that's why more and more people were actually signing up late and facing this penalty. So they're trying to maximize Social Security, but they're hit, getting hit with penalties if they didn't do it the right way. And so it, it's not necessarily tied to it. I think the Social Security strategies that were becoming very popular caused more people to sign up late, but it's, it's, yep. it's a totally different bill. It's fascinating because, you know, you talk about the uh, retirement has got kind of like the three-legged stool with Social Security and Medicare, and, and uh, these don't always add up the same, and they start at different ages, and I think it's confusing. And when we're older, we're already, you know, vulnerable to, to confusing scenarios. So I don't like it, but I like what Congress is trying to do. So thanks for your help, Chad.
You can find CFP Chad Burton at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. You could also see him and meet him at the Four Points by Sheraton in San Rafael, uh, Saturday, September 10th from 9 to noon. It's $5. But if you email me today, I will give you a waiver on that. Email me, Rob, at robblackshow.com. Sign up for the event in San Rafael at robblackshow.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.